Hey, we did it. Yes, we did it. We finished chemotherapy appointment number six, the final one. I'm done. There are no more chemotherapy appointments in my future. And it did take me a couple weeks to record this uh, podcast because, well, I just needed to wait for the symptoms to subside. So today we're talking about that final chemotherapy treatment. Welcome to the Fit for Any Battle podcast. And first off, I'd like to thank everyone at Texas Oncology. You have made my life very easy. And when I went to go see Beth Hellerstead on April 19th, I was able to explain to her my few symptoms that I had had since the previous chemotherapy. She released me for chemotherapy appointment number six, and we talked about how things went for me. And she was extremely impressed with the fact that I was able to still work out. I was still able to work. I didn't take any days off from work. I uh, was able to just feel great throughout the majority of this. There were times when things got a little tough, but it didn't last long. And thankfully, with a good support system, good diet, great workout program, um, I, I got through it. And so the Fit for Any Battle uh, podcast is tied to the Fit for Any Battle book. That book talks about my previous cancer journey and what workout methodology, the program that I used that helped me get through it. When I was diagnosed with aggressive prostate cancer last year in 2022, I went right back to the same program. I had never stopped. I had kept using the Fit for Any Battle program. And so during my treatment, when I had to have my prostate removed, I had to stop working out for 30 days, but I brought a really healthy body to that. So then after 30 days, on the 30th day, I went for a bike ride a very long bike ride. The next night I went for a bike ride and I continued on throughout all six of the chemotherapy treatments. Now, let's talk about chemotherapy appointment number six. You may have noticed that I do not have a ponytail anymore. I don't have long hair, but I do have hair and I do have a beard, however scraggly it may be. Just a couple days ago, I had them trim my hair because my ponytail could fit through a drinking straw um, and still have a little room for water and ice. Uh, it was tiny, and there was no way that the little hairs that are going to grow back are going to grow back with any sort of period of time where it will look good to have a tiny, tiny, tiny little ponytail. So I trimmed it up. It'll start growing out the way it needs to, and uh, it'll be back before we know it. With friends that I've had uh, who've gone through chemotherapy, they come out sometimes with curly hair when they used to have straight hair. Who knows? We'll see what happens. So chemotherapy appointment number six, um, I put on the same cooling system that I use to cool my head every time. Doesn't feel good. It kind of sucks. As soon as they inject me with the, um, uh, the stuff to take down some nausea, and the stuff that will um, be a uh, steroid to help me with the actual chemotherapy uh, treatment that I was getting called Taxotere, um, 
that's when I start cooling my head because I know it'll be about 30 minutes before I actually get the chemotherapy drip. Now, in that time, I also put on mittens and boots, booties that have these um, gel, uh, frozen gel packs that freeze our feet and freeze our hands. In fact, when I would put on uh, the ones on my hands, oh, it was bitterly cold and I'd have to keep moving my hands in the booties. Now, I don't have those booties and I don't have those mittens to show you because I left them at Texas Oncology in Brown Rock. So if you or a family member are going to be up there, please ask them to borrow some because their fridge now has those booties and those mittens that got me through this whole thing. After chemotherapy treatment, it was really nice of the people at uh, Texas Oncology. They um, brought some uh, glitter and uh, uh, threw some, you know, uh, glitter and confetti in the air for me. And then I walked out. I was done. And it never hit me for two weeks that I was done with chemotherapy because I was still having symptoms from it. And let's talk about those. The first symptom that was quite noticeable every single time I got chemotherapy was shortly afterwards, my teeth felt thin. They felt sensitive. Something was going on with my teeth. And that's why before I started chemotherapy treatment, I had them take pictures and I had them take x-rays. So now I can go back to my dentist and we can compare the two and see what kind of damage was caused by the chemotherapy. The, um, this time, the sixth time, um, I really didn't have many um, side effects for the first two days. I had done a bike ride that Wednesday, April 19th, with the 512 wheelie crew. We did about 15 to 17 miles, somewhere around there. Much different than three weeks earlier, when a couple hours after chemotherapy, I went on a ride for, I think, 31 or 32 miles. I learned my lesson. That was way too much. So this time, I did my normal bike ride with them, and then Thursday night, which is the Captex Cruisers ride, I went ahead and went on that bike ride as well. And that was about 20 or 21 miles. And by the end, I was pretty wiped out, but not completely wiped out. Um, one of the things that's really interesting is I wear a heart rate monitor on my Apple Watch. Um, and I check my heart rate on bike rides on a regular basis um, after having gotten chemotherapy and then waiting for it to uh, subside. When I'm feeling good, I know when my heart rate's supposed to be 130, but I'd look down and shortly after chemotherapy, it'd be at about 145 where it normally would be 130. That meant my heart was working a lot harder. I was fatigued and it took a lot to get through those bike rides. So on Friday, I thought I was doing a good thing by kind of relaxing at the house and not going to the gym. And oh boy, was I mistaken. Each Friday night, I typically go to the gym. I do 20 minutes of cardio by walking on the treadmill. And then Friday night is my shoulder night. So I do a nice shoulder workout. That cardio and that exercise do wonders to keep that wave of yuck offshore. Well, that Friday night, I didn't do my exercises. So that meant, that meant I woke up Saturday morning and I felt like I was run over by a train. It just it just sucked. I had that wave of yuck had crashed onto shore and I, it was going to take a while um, for it to uh, dry up in, uh, on my beach. The, uh, the feeling was of a variety, nausea, dizziness, fatigue. I had a headache. 
Um, one of the side effects was my nose went numb. <laughs> yeah, the neuropathy that was typically making my eye twitch, which is kind of gone now, um, made my nose numb for about 24 to 48 hours. Uh, it was really weird because it didn't. I didn't notice it until I went to go touch it, and then it was, uh, it was obviously not uh, not doing okay. I was really worried about it, but after two days, as I said, it went away. Um, that Sunday, so that so Friday night, I didn't do my workout. Saturday, Sunday, I still felt bad, and um, there were uh, things that I did to make myself better that I'd like to talk to you about because I think it's important for you to know. And I think it's important for you to plan if you are going to be going through chemotherapy or any treatment for cancer because it sucks. So I'll talk to you in just a moment. I've had cancer twice. The thing that allows me to maintain my sanity is I don't have to field a lot of text messages and calls every week on my phone asking me what's going on. Thank God I'm not on Facebook, but if I was, I could imagine all the Facebook messages, the Twitter DMs, the, I mean, just countless ways people can contact us because they all want to know the same thing. How are you doing, Richard? So what I did was I signed up for an updateeveryone.com phone number, and I use this. I've used it throughout my treatment, and I will continue to use it each week with my radiation therapy. And what it is, is they assign me a phone number. And if I send a text message from my phone to that phone number, it actually gets sent to every single person who is subscribed to that phone number. Now, they get it as an individual text message. So there's no threads. There's no chance of people communicating together. It's a one-way broadcast system. However, the well wishes and the good, you know, good sentiments and things when the people that are subscribed reply, I go on updateeveryone.com and I can see them all right there. They don't get sent to my cell phone. I don't get barraged with everybody saying in the middle of the night or early morning, congratulations, great job, keep going. You know, we're here to support you, all of that. No, I just go on the website and I look. And the nice thing is it's a treat. So when I send out a message, I'll usually wait 24 hours. And then I look on the web and see what people have said, what they've responded with. It's really wonderful. And it's super inexpensive, and it makes the support group life easy. And best of all, at the end, when I delete my account, it deletes everything. Not a single whisper that I was ever there. It's a really nice system, and I would encourage you to consider it. And that's why they've been a sponsor of this podcast from the very beginning. Welcome back. As I was saying... There were things that I did to make my recovery easier. And they, they prescribed me medications to do various things, but none of them took out all of my symptoms. And I didn't want to take, I mean, I've already, I'm already taking 17, bo uh, 17 bottles of pills every day. Adding more to it just seemed a little chaotic. Um, in the beginning, when I was diagnosed with cancer, it was recommended to me to contact the state of Texas and apply for their compassionate care program. That allowed me to meet with a doctor, provide them my diagnosis and all of my documents from, um, from the oncologist, and I was prescribed medical cannabis to be used in the state of Texas, and it's completely um, with the law. It's legal because there are certain 
um, types of situations that someone gets themselves into, cancer being one of them, that they allow for that compassionate use. Now, it's important for you to check with your state. If your state doesn't have a compassionate use program, more than likely it's legal there because most of the states have a medical deferment or certificate that you can get that allows you to bypass any of the laws of the state where cannabis is not allowed. Um, the certificate allows me to use it within the state of Texas, but if I travel, I can't take it with me. And most places that we travel these days, I'm sure I can find some variant of it. Um, I do not condone using it at work. I do not condone using it in places where you're going to need to be fully alert, especially if you're using it in an edible format. Um, there are a couple different formats. There is an edible, like a gummy. There is a tincture, so something that you put underneath your tongue. And then there is leaf, which is smoked. Think Willie Nelson with a joint. The edible type, whether it is the gummy or the tincture, um, takes a while to take effect. And when it does, it is significant in its effect. It's also psychoactive in its effect because when we eat it, it goes through the liver and processes it into a psychoactive compound where if we use leaf, i.e. smoking it, um, we don't get that psychoactive effect because it goes into our bloodstream through the lungs. I tried the edible types and it was daunting as how much of an effect it had on me, how long it took to take effect, and then just surely how long it lasted for. Um, my symptoms didn't last that long, um, especially uh, when I compared it to using leaf. Um, with leaf, a very small amount inhaled, within five minutes I felt much, much better. And it lasted for a shorter period of time. So that allowed me to have a little bit, gauge how I'm doing, and then if I need to, add a little bit more, and it gets me through it. Before I get to chemotherapy appointments, I would smoke a little cannabis in the parking lot, go in and have my treatment. And it made it so much easier. I was calmer. Um, I was at peace. I was staying positive. And I was pretty happy with everybody at uh, Texas Oncology. Uh, if you go up there, give them a hug for me because they've all gotten a hug for me before. Then before my bike rides and before I went to the gym, I would use medical cannabis to help get me um, out of any yuck feeling because working out will clear the yuck out, but it kind of takes a lot of energy to get to that. And you can psych yourself out. You can think, ah, oh, I'll take this Friday off. It won't be a big deal. But when I took the Friday off after this sixth treatment, it whooped my butt. Um, I waited until um, mid part of the day. And then finally, I just... I couldn't handle the yuck anymore. I used some medical cannabis within five minutes, it's gone. Um, it's understandable why it is prescribed for cancer patients because it works. Whether you believe um, the, you know, it should be illegal or legal, um, it's important for you to know that if you're going through cancer, give yourself a break. Give yourself the ability to use medical cannabis. Um, it will help you. Now, there are other things that I did to recover as well. So I talked about the bike riding. I also talked about going to the gym and doing the workout methodology, the Fit For Any Battle program. This podcast is tied to Fit For Any Battle, the book. 
That describes my initial cancer journey and the workout program that I used throughout it. I didn't stop using it when I was done. And so when I came into the diagnosis a diagnosis of um, aggressive prostate cancer, my body was already ready to go. It was supercharged. And so it allowed me to coast through chemotherapy, literally, uh, you know, unscathed. If my biggest challenge was I lost some of my hair and some of my beard and my nose was numb for a day or two and I felt yuck for a few days, Boy, that is such a difference compared to the normal cancer patient who typically has a lot of problems with chemotherapy. And I know why. If I didn't go to the gym and I didn't get a lot of workout in, I would feel bad and I would feel worse and worse. It's compounding. So I would encourage you, check out fitforanybattle.com. Grab the book. It is available on Amazon. It's very inexpensive on Amazon. We try to keep it priced so that we can get more people to use the workout. There is a mobile app that you can download off of the App Store, depending on if you're an Android or an iPhone user. That is completely free. This podcast is completely free. This is not about making money. This is about sharing information and getting it out to the general public. And if you'd like to do your part to help, I'd love it if you'd click subscribe. I'd be ecstatic if you shared this with some friends. Take the link, send it on Slack, send it on email, text message it to your friends, have them check it out. The more people that we get looking at this, the more people that don't have to go through the black box that is cancer care like I did. There's hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And thankfully, the tunnel is now, uh, we're at the end of the tunnel in my journey. What comes up next is that I have weekly radiation therapy on a daily basis, except for weekends. And that starts March 30th, I'm sorry, May 30th, and it goes until July 21st, Monday through Friday, five to 10 minutes of radiation in my pelvis. Because when they know when they knew that the prostate cancer had gotten outside of my prostate, they had to figure it was everywhere. So that's why the chemotherapy was whole body, just, you know, let's completely kill everything. And then the radiation is going to be targeted in my pelvic region, right around where my prostate was. And that'll ensure that anything that's there that got out uh, of any noticeable size is gone too. So stay tuned for, the, uh, for more of the Fit for Any Battle podcast. We're going to take a few weeks off. May 30th is when the first treatment starts for radiation. And each week, I will bring you an episode of How It's Going. Thanks for staying with us, and I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon.